Salut tout le monde! Alors, c'est la première fois que c'est le lancement de Puppet Podcast On The Road. Alors, ça va être en anglais parce que mon invité est anglophone et puis... Euh, comme je suis en tournée à travers l'Amérique du Nord, ben, je vais interviewer sûrement beaucoup de gens qui parlent anglais. Alors, je vais pratiquer par le fait même mon magnifique accent anglais. Alors, c'est ça. Alors, on accueille aujourd'hui, ben, dans le podcast Honey Good Enough, c'est une marionnettiste d'excellence que j'ai rencontrée à Boston et que j'ai hâte de vous présenter. So, Honey Good Enough is a, a puppeteer from Boston and she will explain to you her vision of uh, puppeteering. She do also clown and puppet. So she have a, a, a similar um, thing than me. So I will invite her. I'm, that's my first, uh, my first life on Facebook. So I, I have some training to have. But uh, yeah, honey, you're supposed to appear really soon. Attention. En direct. Voilà. So yeah, now I'm in Syracuse right now. Uh, Syracuse in New York State. And it's um, a really beautiful city. And we play really soon. So during those days, I have time to interview my friends. So where are you, honey? Are you there? Okay, so she could just join the conversation really soon. Okay, so yeah, basically the purpose of the podcast is to interview puppeteer and make their uh, work known by most people because puppeteering is uh, an art that I really cherish myself. I work uh, for like giant puppet and also some other kind of puppeteering. So. I will uh, interview people from all over with different viewpoints and share their viewpoint with everyone. So, honey, are you around? Honey, are you around? Hello, tout le monde. Hello, everyone who watch. So I will use my other phone to make sure she she could accept. Okay, I want to entertain you during that time we wait. So I have this little warm. I work in. Uh, in Boston <laughs> so it's a, a long story it's where I met honey it's at the puppet show place so I have their t-shirt I'm really a fan of puppet show place so uh, I will um, I, I will share more about puppet show place you can look their website and uh, yeah she, she will be Oh, just a second. Sorry. Okay. We will make this. We will make this. 
Okay, maybe someone could take. Well, okay. Yeah. Sometimes I think I will need to do practice before with the person in private. So, uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Okay, so I will do it again just to make sure we have honey there. Okay, just a minute. Oh, yeah. Honey, you're there. Yeah. Okay, so let's do it. Connection. Hey, we make this. Yay, did I do it? Yeah, and you are really pretty both on this <laughs> podcast about puppeteering. So hello, honey. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> so, hey, I like your shirt. Thank you. Yeah, puppet show place. So yeah, Boston, it's... Massachusetts. <laughs> so if you pass, I should have had mine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I will ask you many questions, but uh, feel free to make the discussion go where you want to bring it. So my first question <laughs> is: What made the art of puppetry an art that you cherish? I really love how transformative the art is and that basically it's limitless. You can, uh, I, and I love that uh, the concept of, of the, all the spectacle, like uh -huh. I, I feel, I love theater, mm -hmm. but when you're an actress, you're bound by your own definition. But mm -hmm. when you engage in puppetry, you can be anything. Yes. And you can create that anything with light, with fabric, with, you know, yes. mechanism. Yeah. So possibility, you mean many possibility. That's yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and you do also clown and puppeteering. So that's kind of a good spectacle, spect of perspective and yes. So my second question is how and when your, did your crush for puppetry happen? Oh, maybe it's lagging, but the question is when your crush. So I was 17 and years old and I really enjoyed okay. uh, this uh, interesting style of performing and I actually had uh, a lot of stage fright. I was very nervous performing in front of people even though I still did plays in high school and I would put on this red um, Mustang. Oh, it was a red horse costume and I would run around and I would play and I felt like nobody could see me even though everyone could see me and so there I was in high school And I would go home between the uh, school and the football games that I would perform at. And I was sitting there uh -huh. watching PBS, thinking about what I really uh, cared about, 
what I really wanted to do and what inspired me. And I realized I loved early childhood education. My mother was a preschool teacher and I loved school. And I really felt that if you could inspire children to love learning, then they would have a lifelong career of being learners. And um, so early childhood education, I loved building and making things with your hands. And mm -hmm. uh, so art, creating art. And I loved this really unique style of performing in the mascotting where you're performing through an object. Mm -hmm. um, you get to perform, but not all eyes are on you because we're looking at this tertiary uh, object mm -hmm. that we are both experiencing. Uh, I actually refer to that as a tertiary engagement. Mm -hmm. And I have found that to be really important in a lot of therapies. Um, I've performed in hospitals and with um, uh, sensitive uh, audience members and um, the tertiary audience experience can be very helpful in lots of venues. So there I was watching PBS, watching Sesame Street, thinking about how I loved art, I loved education, and I loved performing, and there was Big Bird right there. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, oh, like the beam of puppetry light shone down on me, and I thought, that's it. I want to be a puppeteer because in puppetry, you can do all of those things. And so... Uh, I've been very lucky that all of my work since I was 17 was to be either a better educator, a better performer, or a better artist. That's amazing. <laughs> that's like I identify a lot of stuff to me. So that's really the spell. I understand you totally on that. Um, so... For you, like in your opinion, what would be the best field of study or the best background to become a puppeteer? You know, I thought a lot about this question because it's so important to know about arts, the arts and how to make things. Um, and uh, puppeteers like to make their puppets. Uh, ventriloquism is also a form of puppetry, but in ventriloquism, they don't always feel that ownership over needing to make their puppet, mm -hmm. um, but they are happy to perform with, with uh, ventriloquists that are the dummies that are made for them. Mm -hmm. um, so you could say be a better artist, you could say um, be a better actor, um, but honestly, I think for the wor daily working puppeteer, it's to learn the art of business. <laughs> hey, yeah, business is business. The art of business and the business of art. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The ability to be on a deadline, to manage budgets, to uh, get to work on time, to know how much time you need to do the work. All of that is very important. Totally, oh. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we, we forget. <laughs> that it's a business and even it's art is also like deadline and stuff like that so exactly and how to manage yeah and and sometimes you need to employ people as well 
And how do you make these business decisions? Sometimes you're not just a performer, you're an employer, which is great to create more work for artists. Yeah, totally. And um, are you hearing hearing me okay? I feel like I'm hearing. Sometimes it's lagging a little bit. I don't know about your Wi-Fi or, but it's fine. We get the essential, so that's, (laughs) that's great. Um, okay. So the other question is, it's how would you define the fabulous question of what is a puppet in your own word? What or, is a puppet? Yeah. Well, it's to animate an inanimate object, right? To bring something uh, that wasn't alive and give it life, to bring it to life, to life, to life. And uh, gosh, I mean, I have a piece that is, uh, it's a marionette piece and it's meant to be a blanket and it's, but it's the way the blanket moves that makes people think of, it evokes other feelings or it makes the audience think, oh, this is more than a blanket. It's, it, it was built to move like a person and a little person. And so people think of it as having a relationship like it's a child. Mm. And while it is um, a specifically constructed puppet, the idea that it is, you're, you just want to think it's a blanket, right? That's, yeah. that's the idea. And it's all of the symbolism that that object bring, that humans add to the object itself. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, that's what I love about puppetry is that you can have highly constructed figures and they could be cute monsters or Mm -hmm. I have a show that's the Sock Monkey Circus and the monkeys are very cute and children, you know, really take to to the way the figures look. But it could be as simple as a piece of fabric that becomes many different things and it's the way you evoke those other meanings yeah. as a performer that can give a story life. Yeah, it's a symbol is really important in puppeteering and rhythm. Yeah. So I totally get you on that too. That's, yeah. I, that's, go for it. Oh, I was just uh, remembering a piece I saw at the Eugene O'Neill National Puppetry Conference in Waterford, Connecticut, and it was um, just a, basically a rag, but it was the way the rag, you know, suddenly the rag was a blanket and suddenly it was, it could be a napkin and suddenly, you know, it could be a baby just all mm-hmm. by the way it was being, um, manipulated and animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's bring me to the next question about the difference between props, object theater and puppet. I know those forms are kind of really connected and mm-hmm. sometimes we, we mixed it and it's what is make like the modernity of puppet art interesting. But for you, do you have like, if someone like don't know anything about puppeteering or don't, <laughs> don't know what we are doing, like the different, it, it's an accessory, but like you take the mug and you make it move. Like, uh, is it uh, a puppet? How, how you, for you, you define with your student the difference between props and puppet. Uh, we, I define that through character. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could move a mug across the table and take a sip out of it, and you're treating the mug like it's a mug. But if the mug were to suddenly 
not want to be your mug and like fight you and have a will of its own, suddenly, you know, it's, it's uh, starting to have an emotional value of its own and its yeah. own character and wills and wishes. And, and so that's where I define the difference between when is it a mug, glug, 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 and uh -huh. when is it its own character that like <laughs> doesn't want <laughs> you to drink coffee out of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. That's why also you teach, so you could also be really clear when you explain those concepts to children mm -hmm. and just like to define, because I feel puppeteer often have to demonstrate their job so it's yeah. what it's make uh, kids really like oh i understand i understand what's going on like taking object to explain the story so often i i was saying to if children will doing this during they read and just take object to define the story could make like the reading more light for mm -hmm. them and easy to understand so i think that's for me that's a why we we get this attractive moment with children is because they they understand by the demonstration yeah well ch children are so willing to believe and that uh, i'm so I, i i did we i don't know if we mentioned that i'm we mentioned puppet showplace theater but i'm also the resident teaching artist at puppet yes. showplace theater That's and right. I have a master's degree in educational theater. My background, I, um, I got my BA in um, uh, costume crafts and technology from the University of Texas. So I have a theater background, uh, but it was all meant to learn how to build puppets. And then I learned how to perform puppets. And then the final frontier was how to teach with puppets. Yes. And what I like to teach teachers is to honor their children's imagination. Once mm -hmm. you bring an object to life, they believe it. Once they've made a character, I mean, if you think about how invested children are in their own, um, you know, stuffed animals, like they, uh -huh. they believe their stuffed animal has a life of its own. So a puppet is just one step away from that. And um, even when we're, we're building sock puppets or moving mouth puppets, the second their character comes to life, like they don't want to give it up. They uh -huh. love it. They love yeah. that character. And, and we, um, I, have, I have learned time and time again that we have to have a ceremony to say goodbye or say goodnight. We're not saying goodbye. Yeah. We're just putting their puppet to sleep. So, so the, and we'll be back. They're okay. <laughs> they're, 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 their puppets are safe. And we're taking good care of them and yes. that, that giving them a farewell. Like if you just walk right up and you're like, no, it's mine. Or like, no, we got to yes. go. It's snack it's time. No, you got to go wash your hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't just, you have to have a way of honoring their affection for their character mm -hmm. that they've made. And yes. that it is so much easier to continue the play than yeah. to break the play because they are so invested. And that's something I've seen time and time again. Yes, so more <laughs> yep. puppet in education. If we listen to your speech, it's really, really important. Um, well, I, I like to say if they're laughing, they're learning. And the reason I say that is because if a child is having an emotional reaction 
to the information being shared with them, they will remember that for forever. Yeah. Or at least they will remember that they had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very important because of the idea of creating lifelong learners. If they learn to love learning, then they will continue to do the work their whole life. Yes. So that, that's, <laughs> that's my, my passion and principle at incorporating puppetry. And yeah. it is proven that if children are, uh, young children especially, are emotionally connected to their caregivers and their educators, that they put more value on the material being given to them. Yes. So, so, and if you can use puppets to do that, then that's power. And uh, I love puppetry and education also because um, sometimes educators need to be silly, but you're also an authority. Uh -huh. and, and the puppet gives you permission to maintain um, uh, the role of authority in the classroom but also let your puppet be silly and play and misbehave. Yes. And then the kids will help you correct your character as well. <laughs> wow. That's an amazing statement. <laughs> so do you think the art of puppetry is in an ascension or it's becoming less popular for you as your observation? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of living and breathing it every day. Uh -huh. um, I, um, my week is filled with teaching puppetry, uh, introducing puppetry, performing puppet shows, building puppets for people who need them to go and teach and perform. Um, and, and I think, oh gosh, I really hope we're finding a place where we are teaching the public the language of puppetry and mm -hmm. the ability to identify when they see a puppet because it is um, <laughs> the job of puppetry and puppeteer is to trick your audience. We don't want you to think you're seeing a puppet. We want you to think <sighs> you're seeing a character. And for example, the title character of the movie Jaws uh -huh. was a puppet. Yes. <laughs> but if, if you tell people, let's go see this puppet movie called Jaws, <laughs> suddenly it's not scary anymore, right? Yes, yes. Everyone leaves being scared of sharks, not yeah. scared of puppets. <laughs> yeah. So I promise, Richard Dreyfus was fine. Oh, it wasn't Richard Dreyfus. Oh, who was that? Who was the actor in, in Jaws? Oh, I forgot. Uh, me too. Um, <laughs> but I promise the actors were safe the whole time. Yeah, they were safe. <laughs> Playing with not a real shark. That's... Exactly, exactly. So whether puppetry is an ascension or not, it is used everywhere. Anytime there is an inanimate object presented and for the purpose of entertainment and imbued with character, that is puppetry and I think we need to help people use use the term and then they'll start identifying it more um, yes. in fact you brought up the fact I'm also a clown the same yeah. goes for clown vocabulary as well for example <laughs> go for it um, I 
Dick Van Dyke is one of the most amazing actors. And whether or not he wears the nose of a clown, he uses clowning, which is um, like a heightened sense of performance for the purpose of comedy. And uh, he had this amazing gift of performing in front of a live audience. And that's where he learned his art of performance. So then when he went to the screen, like the Dick Van Dyke show, he had live performance uh, timing on screen. And nowadays I feel like um, because everything's in video and we know our audience is gonna watch the video over and over and over and get every single little joke. Um, I, I don't laugh out loud very often. I know we're all LOL mm -hmm. all the time, but how often do I really go to a movie and be gifted the moment to see something, yeah. inhale, react, and then laugh? It is very rare when you're watching yeah. something on film that it gives you the timing of comedy and the moment of breath and laugh. And so yeah. that's something I feel like... The um, yeah, the, like the difference between li live theater versus something on film. Yes, that's totally two different <laughs> media. And yeah. it's a different way to see the job also, to, to be in life or to be filmed. That's, that's really important to find the, the difference with both and the right timing for the good media. Mm -hmm. and, and Go, go, go. You're <laughs> well, I was just, just going to, yes, and your moment there. Um, yeah, how I think it's really important. And, and um, I know, gosh, we're in this like flash phase of comedy, but I don't know. It's not very often that I get the chance to like laugh at a movie anymore. I only get that through live theater or comedians who know that art of timing and breath and laughter and that is the gift i think we need to be giving each other more often these days mm -hmm. totally and one of the my last question is what is your biggest purpose 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 <laughs> as a puppeteer <laughs> like to play in front of a huge crowd or to write the, the best story or the storytelling Uh, making like the best with puppets like do you, do you have a, a a purpose about the interaction gosh uh, goodness there's so many different fa factions I feel like I have certain stories that I really want to share and have told um, I have a collection of marionette pieces that Um, I was given a Jim Henson seed grant to develop and mm -hmm. it's a piece that titled handle with care and I'm trying it's it's always in the back of my mind mm -hmm. of how do I use these daily objects that are in a family's life to tell the story of the family and I don't know I'm, I'm currently working on Uh, a show called The Magician's Chores, which is a story about a young boy who's um, trying to uh, honor his family tradition, but also follow his own dream. And oh, I, oh, I have so many stories. I, I have so yes. many stories that I want told, and through all kinds of different mediums, too. 
Um, mm -hmm. I've been working on a piece called Baby Giant, which I imagine as a storytelling piece um, that utilizes uh, um, toy theater. Uh, uh -huh. <laughs> um, I, I'm saying utilizes toy theater because it kind of has a, a twist. Typically, toy theater ha is uh, made yeah, of paper and it has an art. Yeah, don't know what is toy theater, so maybe you can just briefly explain to them. Um, let me see. I want to quote John Bell. Um, <laughs> this is what toy theater is. It has an arch, it's miniature, it's made of paper, and you can do it yourself. <laughs> this is toy theater. <laughs> so uh, John, John Bell teaches this amazing uh, workshop with uh, Trudy Cohen, and I got to attend it, and I brought in this poem that was based on a story that my mother used to teach. She, we had this game we would play in the car, and it was about Baby Giant. And, oh, oh, sorry, and our Baby Giant would move around these hay bales, and there was a big lake that was in the shape of a mitten. And so my mom would tell us these stories about Baby Giant and that we were Baby Giant's toys. And so I wrote a poem about it, and this is like, it's like an eight-minute story that is just waiting, waiting to be made. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't want to say that my, what is my passion, but, uh, or what is my purpose? I think it is my purpose to teach and share the art. I also have these pieces I, I am driven to make and create and share with the world. Um, I mean, I, yeah. I had the, um, uh, so as you mentioned, I, I am a, a clown and a magician and a face painter and a children's um, entertainer. And for 10 years, I uh, got to perform for the Starlight Children's Foundation in New York City hospitals. And that is where I really learned the value of laughter and being able to um, go into some places where families are struggling and I was given the opportunity. I was invited to come in and be a breath of fresh air. And mm -hmm. I got to share those laughs with people who need them, needed them the most. And um, I think that's why I, I was talking about laughter and how we don't actually LOL as often as we should. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless it is like getting to go to live theater because sitting there zoning out at the television, you know, yes, isn't yeah. always the way to do it. So, um, yeah, it's yeah, a mix of the, purpose and, and you, you get those privilege from the past. So maybe the purpose is to going back toward this kind of like fresh air and storytelling at the same time. So I think you, you have yeah. a, uh, right future in front of you, honey, about a lot well, of job also. <laughs> um, I also, you know, I wanted to mention, um, mentioning the idea of like clowning and the relationship of performance mm -hmm. and uh, sort of to share people with people that perspective, the relationship between actors. People understand what actors do, right? They, they go on film or on stage and they play pretend. And for some yeah. reason, people don't understand clowning all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, uh, but so you take an actor 
and the relationship between objects and actors, right? I guess that's what I'm trying to sum up here. Yeah. So once you start, actors um, wear costumes and they have hair and makeup to become other characters. Well, as soon as the hair and makeup takes over a little bit more, sometimes you could consider that adding masks, right? Sometimes yeah, even, yeah, like Mrs. Doubtfire had like facial mm -hmm. pieces. Those are masks meant to look like people's faces. So now you start changing people's faces. So they're wearing masks. And a clown nose is the smallest mask, right? Mm -hmm. True. And that, and um, just to share that idea that clowns, the clown nose gives people permission. Mm -hmm. uh, I was scared of wearing a clown nose for many, many years. And one day someone said, you, you, should, you should do it. You should, I joined a clown company and they were like, paint your nose. And they taught me some magic tricks. And the second I put on that nose, people were like, oh, hey, clown, I know what you're doing. So then you take the clown nose and you make it a little bigger. And now you're into mask, right? Yeah, yeah. And we call that comedia. And people think of comedia as like higher level of art and yeah. performance. Well, then you take the mask and you turn it into a costume. And now you're a full body costume character. Mm -hmm. And then the costume's hot. <laughs> you want to take it off and, and you, you um, let it be its complete other object and it's in front of you. And that's where puppet comes into it yeah. and the role of the puppeteer. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's kind <laughs> so of that, a good progression and example to see it like going outside of you and yeah. and people understand because you you are there but not there and <laughs> yeah you're trying to be ignored yeah. yeah like yeah so you could also take it the other way where a puppet is an object that's outside of you and then you put that object and cover you with it it's costume and then you yeah. make that object smaller and it's mask work and then it's clown and then it's acting <laughs> yeah so, so the, puppeteers are actors too Yes. <laughs> so they they could get this this training. Some come from like the set set design, but some mm -hmm. or props design. But the other could come from acting and mm -hmm. the clown. Me, I, I that was my way about puppeteering. Oh, what, what was yours? Uh, so the, acting the, into to acting and after getting into this light of puppetry. <laughs> so mm. so yeah, ah, I a really good. A really good example of this idea of when is it object, when is it a puppet? Yeah. So Castaway, Tom Hanks. Do we all yeah, remember the, Wilson? Yeah, the volleyball. The, the, the volleyball. The volleyball. Right? Ball. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you, if you cried, sorry, spoiler people, spoiler. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> pause. <laughs> If you, when Wilson, if you cried when Wilson floated away, <laughs> then you believe in puppetry because you yeah. cared about that inanimate object, yes. right? He had invested enough emotional value in the volleyball that yes. you cared. It made you care. So yeah. there's, there's a good example yeah. right there. <laughs> and do you have maybe your little Wilson? character maybe nearby that you can show it to us to demonstrate <laughs> a little bit of your word is not Wilson no, uh, no not Wilson but um, I do 
I do perform a show as a clown and as a puppeteer. So I do sort of like walk that line. And um, I perform a show called Sock Monkey Circus, where I combine my juggling skills that I learned to clown and my puppetry. And I, I brought my, um, my friend Rocco, Rocco, who's a juggling monkey. Would, would you like to meet him? Yeah, for sure. Everyone. Okay, hold on. Let me let me see let me see if he's here. Okay. Hold on. Rocco, Rocco. Me 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 me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's asleep. Let me oh, let me see if okay. I can wake him up. Yeah, hold yeah, on. Yeah. Rocco. Me 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 me. I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. I told him. I told him that we yeah, were going to be interviewed to today. Ready. Hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Rocco, wake up. <laughs> Yum, 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 yum. Ooh. Ooh. Hello. Hi. Hello. Is this the is this the worldwide webinar? Is this the worldwide spider web? Hi. It's a Facebook uh, podcast, Rocco. You learned that. Yeah, Rocco, I, I explained this earlier. Uh, oh, so exciting! Um, yeah, I was I was telling everyone how you actually like, helped juggle with me. Um, do you think you could juggle with me? Ooh, maybe if you have a banana. Oh, uh, all right, all right. You juggle with me, and I'll get you a banana. But yeah. remember, it's important to keep your eye on the ball. Can you do that? Ooh, okay, I'll give it a try. Okay, here we go. Ready? So just keep your eye on the ball. Mm. Um, um, that's embarrassing. Um, Rocco, you're supposed to have caught the ball. That's what juggling is. Oh, well, you didn't say that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right. Okay, that's true. I didn't. I, did, I didn't. Let me. Let me. Yeah. yeah. Let me, we'll tr we'll try this one more time. Okay. Yeah. yeah let's okay. Do ready? It. Okay, keep your eye on the ball. You got it? Just keep your eye on the ball. Just keep your eye on the, no, um, the, Rocco, it, it, it's here. Okay, all right, here we go, here we go. Ooh! Oh. <laughs> yeah! Okay. <laughs> all right, so Rocco, now you can give me back the ball. Uh-uh. Um... No, 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 you're supposed to give me back the ball. Uh -uh. I, I think I need to take matters into my own hands. I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, I just, I read that about. Oh, I that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I, I got this. I got this. Here, Rocco, I, I, need, I, just, I just need that. To Rocco, just give me back the ball. That's not... <laughs> what I meant. Ooh, well, you didn't say that. Ooh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. This is so embarrassing. Okay. Remember, this is for the banana. Ooh, I love bananas. Banana, 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 Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Then you catch it. Ooh. Now give me back the ball. 
Very nice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Wow. <laughs> All right. Do you think he deserves a banana? Yeah. Ooh, banana, 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 banana. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. I have a banana. <laughs> 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 Perfect. Very good. Thank, so you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, so that's Rocco and his and his banana. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. You did a good job. So that's yes. Rocco and his banana. No, 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 Rocco. No, no. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> okay, yes, it's delicious. I know, I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, my Sorry about God. that. I know. Shh. <laughs> oh. oh. You know, we just, we just like monkeying around. You know how that goes. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you, do you very much. Do you, know, do you know why monkeys like bananas? Uh, no. Because they have a peel. <laughs> That's the clown. That's the clown right there. I like it. Rocco, that's enough. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rocco. Thank you, honey. Also, you're amazing. And uh, if people want more information about your job at Puppet Show Place. You're, you have a yes. website. I put it like in the description of this, this live Facebook and it will be also yes. on YouTube. And so you, you, you will be all around with this. Oh, uh, thank you. I do have adult performances as well, just so you know. Um, I have had, uh, I also, I love short form puppet theater. Um, so if you Google my name, make sure you watch. I've, I've labeled which ones are specifically for adults. Um, uh -huh. I do perform for children. I have a piece called Wordplay, my literacy-based puppet show, yeah. where we clown around with the alphabet. I saw that. That's <laughs> and it's also inspired by my family's story with dyslexia, and that we basically take the these letters that are in three dimension and we twist and contort them and animate them to demonstrate that the, the words they're spelling yeah um, it is it is english based so <laughs> you learn your english also <laughs> exactly so, exactly <laughs> that's amazing thank you honey for that and uh, for sure we will see uh, some stuff coming up for your project uh, from Showplace or other around. Absolutely. absolutely. In fact, um, I will be touring Sock Monkey Circus. Um, uh, I perform it almost weekly here in Boston, and I will also be taking Sock Monkey to Austin, Texas, my hometown. I uh, will be giving a lecture at my alma mater, the University of Texas. Um, oh. It's uh, coming up here in late October, and we also have several bookings for wordplay, and um, uh, I'm hoping to perform at more puppet slams. And, and yeah, maybe you, yeah. you could show up in Montreal at <gasps> I would festival love that. in March or something like that. We have a off festival in Montreal in March, so I could talk to you more about <gasps> that. 
<laughs> yes. I have not ventured into the Canadian, across the Canadian border yet, but I think it's time. Yes. I made it. Not? I made it so close to Niagara Falls. So close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much. And honey, let's keep the puppets on the road. Yay! Yeah. Awesome. Bye, thank you. Rocco, no! No! Oh, no. I'm sorry. I think I need to go to it, Rocco. Yeah. Rocco, no! Oh, my goodness. Bye. Bye. Bye.